0: Start, 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 start the show.
1: Up, everybody, welcome to another episode of Lem. Me? No. I'm your host, Angel Lem. Today I'm sitting with Daniel Luna. Daniel is the creator and actor of Functional series. Functional is about two queer Latinx BFFs that are just trying to figure out how to manage adult jobs and adult relationships. Functional is a queer modern story of fellow two best friends, Jasmine and Guillermo, trying to get their shit together as they attempt to become adults. You can find functional on YouTube right now. They're just premiered season two in December. So make sure you go show them some support. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel and don't forget to watch the whole series. I personally, I got stuck on season one. I didn't get stuck, but I couldn't wait for season two. You heard when I had Jasmine on the show, I just, I wanted, I wanted to know, and now that it's on, I'm just binging it, so make sure you go check it out, I highly enjoy it, and it's fun, and I learned, you know, I learned from, from Guillermo, from Jasmine, and it makes me realize about relationships that I've had in my past, it makes me feel like, it makes me realize that either I've been a bad friend, or that I've been surrounded by bad friends. And sometimes I put myself in those situations and I ask myself, what would I do? And if I was that age um, and I was going through those circumstances that they go through sometimes, I, I believe in season one, they left it with the cliffhanger. Um, the be- the dynamic duo had a little, you know, um, some issues. You know, sometimes that happens with friends. And in season two, it picks right up where they left off and... I enjoyed for the first episode we get to it a a little bit we talk a little bit about it on this week's episode so um and also make sure you support you know support not just because of Daniel or Jasmine but or or, um, Liz I'm sorry her name is Liz um or Liz also you know creators like Maite from Cabernace Chingonas she also was part of this show so you know, previous guests that I've had on the show are t- are taking part of this this web series so not only for Danielle not only for Liz but also for my and the rest of the cast you know they, they do have other projects that they're working on so you know not only support them here support go check them out in other projects and show them some support and tell much you enjoy their work so so yes yeah, so on this episode we're gonna talk about um daniel we're gonna, we're gonna catch up a little bit i've been wanting to have him on for a while because i wanted to know what happens with the with the series but um yeah so far so good i've enjoyed every episode and you know i can't wait can't wait for season three but for that um he's gonna need your guys' help so like i said make sure you go support them make sure you go add functional on youtube make sure you go subscribe to the instagram to the youtube account And, you know, they're doing a lot of extra content. I think they're doing like shots behind the scenes or they're they're talking to the actors individually. So, you know, that's um, some extra content that, you know, right now with coronavirus, you know, hitting everybody. I think it's something that you probably enjoyed. You know, if you're home and you don't wanna be affected by Corona, go go, you know, go to, I mean, you're at home watching YouTube. Want to support some, some, you know, some people that are trying to make their their dreams possible, you know. Kanye already made it, Kim already made it, you know. Want to support Daniel over here and Liz and my dad and the rest of the cast, cause and they're trying to they have a dream of breaking into the entertainment industry, and the only way that that's gonna happen is if you know if we get support like you. So make sure you go show them some support, and I believe they have t-shirts, they have merch so go get some other merch you know it's inspired by alcoholic beverages i think corona i think jack jack daniels and some other ones so make sure you go rock their you know their wear rock their wear (laughs) their merchandise and but i'm sure you know the 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 most important thing is to go subscribe to their channel and like you know those those are the two most important things you could do for them so go out there show them support and yeah you know we're, we're just gonna keep on going we're gonna keep bringing people like daniel and we're gonna keep supporting them so the, and like i said the only way that's gonna happen is with people like you support force with with supporters like you thank you you know hopefully that sounded like a pbs you know advertising right there. i know it didn't but can you at least pretend damn all right, guys. So yeah, that's, that's it. Um, make sure you follow me at let me know, pod on Instagram and Facebook. Make sure you go check out my Teespring store. I, I have some new items up there, some new inspired by some new stickers. And as far as stickers go, uh, I'm ready. You know, I'm ready. If you want them, I'll give them They're hundred percent free. All I need is your address and, you know, ask previous people that are in the sticker club. Like I don't, Bother you. I, I don't send advertisement. I don't I don't try to do anything but send you stickers, you know, bring some joy into your life. And I officially ran out of the tiger sticker, you know, so right now we're going heading into February and you know and I got that concha sticker coming through. So if you would like a free sticker, send me a DM, send an email, you can find me at let me know pod on Instagram and Facebook. Or you email me at lemenowpod at gmail.com and don't forget to leave me a faster review make sure you subscribed on itunes and instagram and and spotify and google play and Dazzler. so shout out to everybody that's listening listening to me through dazzer i think it's called Dazzler. um a lot of my plays are coming through there so if you listen to me through there and if you can leave a review i'd really appreciate it and let me know. Let me know who you are. You know, I've, I've been seeing a lot of people in France listening, so hey, I appreciate your help. And I do ship internationally. I do send stickers internationally. So if you live in, you know, out the states, and you would like a free sticker, send me a DM on Instagram or email me at let me know pod. You know, it's completely free. I just appreciate you guys' support. Your guys' love, and you know, I want to give you a token of my appreciation in the form of a sticker so again you know send me a dm let me know let me know what you think of the podcast if you would like to be a guest send me a dm uh, send me an email and let's get this shit going all right so i think that's enough of me i'll talk to you guys in a bit but in the meantime let's listen to song (laughs)
2: ¿A qué ha de quedarme sin tu amor? Me importas tú y tú y tú y solamente tú y tú y tú me importas. Y tú, y tú, y tú, me importas Tú, y tú, y tú, y nadie más que tú
0: Ojos negros, piel canela Que me llegan
2: Me importas tú, y tú, y tú, y solamente tú
1: what's up everybody welcome back hopefully you guys enjoyed that song today i'm sitting with daniel luna daniel luna i don't know how i'm supposed to pronounce it but i already had him once before i should have figured it out then <laughs> i guess i didn't but anyways he's the he's an actor creator writer producer he's a man of many hats but today we're here to promote his um youtube series functional so welcome how are you man Hey, good,
3: good. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm manifesting positivity. Uh, crazy. I mean, actually, I think you were the very first person to interviewed us before season one even came out. So oh, I'm glad. Yeah. Not the fact that I'm back again with season two. That's wild.
1: Yeah. Well, I wanted to have you I, right when you were like, I guess, shooting it or after you shot it. But I ended up having this and it was still, you know, it worked out. But, um, you know, Functional just came out, I think, like two weeks ago. Right like december 10th yes yes we
3: premiered yeah december friday december 10th yes our season two premiere
1: so i was like you know what this is the this is the perfect time i may i know you were busy before but hopefully like things are slowing down right now so i figured you know what i need to get them now and i think you're gonna be the first the first or second oh, episode sure. of the year we're still recording into yeah of 2000 uh in 2021 you're gonna be either the first or second episode of 2022 so hey thank you for helping me you know through this new year and advancing through this new year at least making it possible for me to continue doing the podcast into 2022 so thank you man i appreciate it
3: hey well no the honor is mine and thank you for inviting me again and for having an interest in us i mean yeah thank you i know you had liz on this summer which is great like great to hear her and i mean we're back again so thank you so much for continuing this
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, I had to have you on, cause that that you're like your first season left me with the cliffhanger. I was like, oh yes. no, what's gonna happen? And right <laughs> now, I, I like how you, you started the first season. I only your second season, the first episode. I was like, what religion? But um, yeah, that that's that's a pretty like triggering topic, I guess. You mentioned triggering earlier, and you know, especially being the LGBTQ community. Um, I know that's like the the Catholic church hasn't been like a welcoming space for, you know, the LGBTQ plus community. And for you to touch down that topic, I think it was very interesting and very smart, you know, like for you to put your opinion out
3: there. So, um,
1: yeah. Can you elaborate more about that, please? Yeah,
3: definitely. definitely, Absolutely. I mean, this, this season uh, we talk about a lot of themes, actually. Uh, religion is one of them. And I absolutely wanted to touch base on it because religion, as you said, is a very, very interesting taboo subject to talk about if you're queer, but then also if you're part of a Latinx family, too. It's like either it's very up there or it's like hidden in the background situation. Um, My background, I was born and raised Catholic. You know, that's pretty much another part of my identity. That's something that I grew up with um, my whole life. You know, that's something that I hold strong with. I don't talk about it as much. So this is actually kind of weird because like the first time I'm actually talking about it because I put it in the series. But I mean, the main reason is because, you know, I know how... How taboo it can can be, and how triggering it can be with someone when you're queer, you know, I grew up, you know, learning about, you know, my religion, having my faith, but then, you know, also on the backside of it, growing up and listening to people from the same church saying that if you're queer, if you're this, you're going to hell, you know, this is bad, you shouldn't be doing this. So it was kind of, you know, kind of two different things of me me at a young age, I, you know, and I'm like, I don't know how, but it was just something that me and, at a young age, I was able to fully separate and know that, you know, my faith is one thing, people are another. So, you know, I, cause and the main reason was because I still to this day get a lot of, I uh, get a lot of, you know, self-fulfillment from going to church, from, from having my faith. So I was able to separate that, you know, these people telling me these things, I was like, you are, you know, you have, you have nothing thing on me you don't, y'all don't know me you know the faith that person that i know the faith that i'm being grown into is a completely different space that these people are saying so you know that's kind of where, where i've been my whole life you know but then as i actually came out started hanging out with friends you know i would kind of in on the other side get you know the 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 other side of like oh well, why are you doing this why are you going to church so i pretty much kind of turned into, you know, this is a part of me that I'm just not really going to share with a lot of people because I know it can be hurtful, but it also it's something that I'm like, I don't yeah. need to explain it, you know, um, which is yeah. So, yeah, I kind of wanted to touch base on that because, I mean, I don't want to shy away of the fact that, you know, absolutely, there's a lot of stuff that's been said about, you know, especially in the Catholic Church, especially this year, in the past couple years, how problematic it's been, you know, how hashtag canceled yeah. it should have been a long time ago. But, um, you know, I do know that there is a community out there of us that, you know, again, I I personally get something out of it. You know, it's, it's how I am able to resolve some problems that I that I don't really have the answers to and kind of like I said in the past other people like I'm not advocating on anything I'm not you know I'm not on this like everyone should go to the church horse absolutely not you know I'm just like this is something that I am I know other people you know relate to it you know but I kind of in episode 1 kind of wanted to speak on both both of those positions as you kind of saw um you know both of these characters well we actually focus on Jasmine's point of view you know Jasmine's coming from the cliffhanger of season 1 and she's just trying to I guess in her own way find something in a space that she knows she personally doesn't belong so i just kind of wanted to play with that narrative idea and then this season we're going to kind of see guillermo's side which you know is something that was inspired by my character and how he is kind of dealing through his shit by going to church essentially
1: yeah um i really like that i like the the way you tackled it. it it was it was great and then you know from her side where she i mean she's been hurt she's been burned by the by it and you know going back to it it might be a little weird sometimes after having that bitter taste in your mouth and you know she you could tell that on the first episode she was like I guess desperate like she wanted something she wanted somebody to like be there for her because you know on the on season two you guys you know like like pretty much had a little argument and you know they didn't you guys went your separate ways and season two is, is you guys you know, going about it on your own. I, I I'm quick, fr- fingers crossed you guys come together again. Um, but no spoilers because you still got a couple of episodes to go. But, um, yeah, like I, her character, I really enjoyed her character, but at the same time, um, it hurt me how how um I forget the uh, the actress's name. Liz. No, not Liz. The her partner in the the one. She oh, owns. um, character Sheila. her actress is Ines. Yeah, Ines, oh, yeah. um, well, Sheila, how she hurt her like so much. You treated like yeah. garbage. And oh yeah. I felt for her. I felt for her character. So your characters really resonated with me for some reason. Like I've been there, I've been where Guillermo's at trying to search like all Search. And you, you said um that the, the first season was basically you being frustrated by like Hollywood, I guess, by entertainment industry where you, you know, you can't really get any big roles Or you won't you don't really get a big opportunity Unless you're represented You have, you know, people backing you up And, you know, season Like, uh, this is pretty much how Functional started You know, it was, this is you Creating something for yourself Putting yourself in, like, you're the face of it But now, see, like, you already put season one You know, it's Now we're moving forward season two When it came to that Like, did you have season two written as well? Or was that just, like you know, that's a new chapter in your life. Like, you're you're, you're a writer now. You're an actor. And so when it came down to writing season two, like, what was that
3: process like? Yeah, yeah. It was very interesting in the sense that, you know, like you said, season one was, it came out of a lot of anger. It came out of, like, I just kind of wanted to throw it out and be like, boom, there, you know, I'm brown, I'm gay, I can have a show, you know, what now? And so when I put it out, it was just kind of an anger response from me, and then people started watching it, people started liking it, and I was like, oh shit, people are watching this. So, so, you know, when the talk of season two came around, I was like, well, I don't know, you know, I I know I ended up with the cliffhanger, but I mean, realistically, I was like, you know, I'll put it out, hopefully my mom watches it, and we'll call it good. (laughs) Um, But season two, when I kind of started tackling it, as soon as season one was released, I actually wrote the episode, which I think by the time this is out, it'll already be out it's, um, we focus on other characters. The way I I describe season two is essentially kind of like it's the second half of season one. Season one, I like to describe it as, you know, the good night out, you're out with your friends, you're taking all those shots, you're having those beers, you know, you're just doing all this, you know, dumb stuff, whatever, you know, your early twenties. Season two is essentially the hangover. You wake up, you're like, oh shit, I did that. Like, oh crap, you know, now I have to get dressed, now I have to shower, now I have to do this, you know, like on my own, essentially. And that's kind of where I'm at in my life, you know, I'm about to turn 30. I'm like, okay, I you know, I'm still someone who is a big drinker, but now I'm like, okay, now I have to absolutely, I'm like, okay, I guess I haven't died yet. And I have to focus on what's happening, you know, for the rest of these, for the rest of my life. So that's kind of where my headspace has been. You know, it's my return to Saturn here, essentially with Speed season two. So season two focuses more on these characters. You know, it's kind of the yin gang where it's, they're still comedy, but now it's like, okay, let's get, we have to ground ourselves and realize where we're going from here. So yeah, you, you do see these characters but you are going to see these characters kind of try to figure it out on their own. Um, the first episode I wrote for season two was actually right after season one was released. I think it was like literally the first couple of months after it was released. And it centers around Tim, which is Guillermo's supervisor, um, which is actually going to be the longest episode we've had in the series. It's going to be 20 minutes long. So it's an actual full episode that you would see on TV. But, you know, that episode was, I don't know, it just came out of, in my mind you know it just kind of spoke to me in the sense where it was you know and maybe people in their mid-20s early 30s now can relate to the plat to this, where it's like, you know, we find ourselves going from day to day, we're doing the same thing. We're just saying, this is okay. This is great. You know, am I happy? Who cares? I'm just going to go to work, go to sleep, eat, whatever, and then repeat the same thing. Um, so that's what that episode talks about is, is, you know, seeing this character just kind of get in a cycle because that's what was kind of expected of him. But then now him trying to, you know, realize, Hey, is this, am I being fulfilled? Am I happy? And that's kind of where I was, mentally as well when I was writing season two I was like okay I wrote season one on a whim now I'm facing the consequences and there was good consequences you know but that's kind of where my headspace was at of you know writing the season and after that episode was written it kind of unlocked you know kind of the whole route that I wanted to do with season two which again is having these characters focus on just getting it together which I think anyone you know Regardless if you're gay or straight, or if you're Mexican, not Mexican, that next, you know, white, you know, I think you can watch this season and see. Hey, you know, I relate to that too because I am also trying to go through the same thing now at this point in my life.
1: Yeah, and well, um, I did, I, I did find it pretty interesting that um, for Jasmine, like her, her first thing like to, I mean, she's desperate and she wanted like to like answers, I guess she was she went to church and yours was going yeah. grinder like or like a dating app. so that, yeah that says something about both of your characters you know <laughs> so i thought that was pretty interesting you know i was like all right like and like like in it's wild what you have to go through on these dating apps like oh yeah unfortunate that I haven't, I haven't been like i've never had to go on dating apps but like, like straight up, like, you want to fuck? Like, what? Okay, like that. Like, and then he's like, how, like, and, and when the um, whoever, I forgot, I don't know, you didn't even mention the name of, of the character, but he's like, he got mad at you because you're like, no, like, I'm just trying to, like, meet up. You yeah. even tell him, I'm just trying to meet up with people, you know? And he's like, really? Like, you can't be doing that to people. Like, what are you, you got to tell your, your intentions are up front. Like, yeah. And that's wild.
3: Oh yeah, that's, 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 that's realistic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we I mean, yeah, you're talking about the second episode. You know, what I love about both of these characters, as far as how, like, they both kick off the season, it's like, you know, I keep saying, they're trying to get it together. Then, you know, Jasmine goes to church where she already, she's like, I don't believe in this. Why am I going there just so she could feel bad? And then Guillermo's the same way, like, I'm trying to feel myself better. So I'm going to go talk to these strangers who are going to make me feel like shit. So, yeah. but I think that's human nature, you know, it's like, like, I want to feel bad before i can be better i don't know why we do that to ourselves as human beings we're just like like, let me feel the worst of the worst so i know you know let me hit, essentially let me hit rock bottom before i can go up i don't know why we always do that to ourselves but we do yeah but yeah that second episode uh guillermo is essentially kind of going through these grinder conversations which um all of those conversations if you're watching it those are actually fully improvised um i was able to work with um everyone on in in that episode i've actually worked with before i got to do a play um before covid started called borracho which is written by Zapata, um jr who plays sammy in the episode but all those characters were in that play so when i told him about it um i was kind of told him i was like hey i wanted to do these meetups of conversations that I had in real life on Grinder, or you know people that people always have on Grindr uh, or a dating app or whatever and I just kind of gave them the gist of it and I was like you know here what it is let's just kind of roll the cameras and see what y'all come up with and yeah it was it was gold there was like a lot of places where I had to cut because I was like laughing so hard but but yeah I mean these are like, it was improvised, but it's like, we're not lying. These are conversations that are happening if yeah. you are on these apps.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that was crazy for me. I was like, wow, that's, that's wild. Like, hopefully I don't, I've never had to go back to these dating apps because, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's brutal out here now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could tell. I could tell by, like, the second episode I could really imagine what you left out. You know, the, the things you can't put on YouTube because, you won't get.
3: y'all my favorite conversation i will say this we weren't able to film this one because i was like how do i capture this moment but my favorite conversation that i've had and it's always it's you know i'm on grinder on some app you know maybe i should get off these apps <laughs> but whatever but i'm on these apps and then i get someone who hits me up and they're like hey i didn't respond to them i was like you know hey we're not in person i'm not wasting your time i'm not going to respond to you you know obviously i'm not interested <laughs> two minutes later hey three minutes what's up hey hey, don't respond. Like, hey, you know, I'll probably get the message. I'm not trying to be rude. You know, by the fifth message is the one that gets me. It's like, bitch. Yeah. And they're like, you're ugly. And then they just go off on this rant. I'm like, again, I'm not responding yeah. to you. But, but hey, you know, just those, those romantic messages that just keep you going.
1: I've seen that. I've seen that. But like with like DMs, <laughs> with DMs. Like, oh, yeah. Like when like girls don't like they don't, they don't respond and they're like, oh, you're beautiful. I love your eyes. Like. Man, if you were my girl, I would do this, da 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 da. And then, like, really, you think you're better than me? Like, I, I've I've seen that, like, on like memes and stuff. I didn't know that was real though. I thought, like, oh yeah, no, no, that is
3: absolutely real. So to any guys listening out to this, this goes to gay or straight, doesn't matter who you are. If you respond, if you message someone, if you slide in their DMs, if they don't message back, you know, take the hint. You know, everyone has, everyone can see when they, you know, got it. You know, take the hit. Uh, don't take it offensive. I mean like my annoyance where people are like like the least you can do is say hi back it's like I don't owe you anything. If I'm online, I you're not like if I, I was raised right. If I'm at a bar, you say hi to me, I'll say hi back. If we're online, I am not making you go anywhere out of your place. So you know, if if you message someone, they don't message you back, move along.
1: That's true, that's true. Well, um tell me, tell me how um the pandemic, how it affected you, because it affected everybody in different ways. But tell me your journey through journey, through the pandemic, through 2019 slash 2020, where you're trying to film this, you're trying to make this happen. And, you know, um, did, did the pandemic like obviously it affected your your show because like, you know, the writing from writing, like maybe there were things that you wanted to put, but then, you know, you couldn't be close to people during that time or, you know, you constantly have to get. You know, and the budgeting, you know, also, now you have to prepare, like, now you have to give people their, their, like, their proper, like, masks and gloves and hand sanitizer and testing. So, like, tell me how the pandemic, like, you know, how it affected you personally? And,
3: I mean, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, not trying to make everyone relive everything that we just, I mean, are currently living in, you know, in case we don't know, we're still in a pandemic. So <laughs> We're acting like we're not. We're acting like we're not, but it's still, it's still not gone. But, no, I mean, it's... uh yeah, I mean, when I released season one, I think the last, actually, yeah, this, uh, the last episode was released at the beginning of March of 2020. I was in Denver because we did the series, season finale screening there. And then on the flight back home, that's when everyone's like, oh, what's going on? I came back to LA, everything shut down, and that's literally the end of season one. And so I was like, oh, shoot. So you know, I kind of didn't really plan on anything at that moment. I was like, you know, maybe let's hold off if we're gonna do a season two because I mean, we don't know how long it's gonna last or what's gonna happen. And you know, then we live all of 2020. Everything's people are just not paying attention. You know, everything's just kind of going as it is. Um, But yeah, towards the end of it, I was like, kind of playing with the ideas. Like, okay, what if? What are the possibilities? And also, what? how How comfortable are people? You know, so. Before anything, I kind of reached out to the whole cast, the whole crew of season one. And I was like, hey, I have an idea for season two. And literally everyone was just like, Yes, I'm on board. I don't care what it takes, we'll get it done. They were just all on board. And I was like kind of with the idea. I was like, okay, I'm going to be, I'm gonna, you know, obviously gonna probably get some no's, maybe some pushback. No, everyone was like, let's do this. Like they were so ready. I mean, I mean, after I mean, like after being locked in a house for how many months, I'm pretty sure everyone just kind of wanted to do something. So yeah, you know, that definitely gave me motivation. And I actually wasn't really fully done with the season. I was just kind of wanting to see what the what, what the feedback was. And then when everyone was on board, you know, that was great. Um I knew I personally couldn't, you know, um foot the bill for this one. Season one, it was, it came out, you know, it came out of all of my savings, which I'm actually still paying off at this point. Uh, but season two, I was like, well, I can't really do it on my own. So, you know, I kind of let them know that, hey, if we're going to do it, we will be asking for help. So thankfully we set up a GoFundMe account and yeah, you know, we reached our goal. I'm so happy from there. We actually got two new executive producers this season. Um, LB Thomas from Canada and Agnes from Italy, which I was like, oh my gosh, they helped us out a lot and along with a lot of people. So if anyone is listening on this who supported us, thank you so much. Um, Cause that really did help me a little bit. Um, Cause this season um, I did also, you know, pitched in from some of my funds as well, but I mean, at least it wasn't as heavy as last time. Um, So that was just just pretty much just getting it started. Essentially, I wanted to know people are wanting to do it. We have some funds to get this done. Perfect. Uh, We were gonna actually start filming a year ago in January of this year actually, but then that's when the cases came back up again and we had to push it back. And it was just kind of having to play with like, okay, what's going on? Trying to see, you know, I want to film this, but I also don't want anyone to get sick out of this. The (laughs) rewriting part of it, there are definitely a lot of parts that I had to rewrite in the sense where, you know, I kind of wanted this to be in more of a bigger open space. You know, I wanted to partner, and I actually still was able to partner with people, but I wanted to partner with like events that, you know, are happening in real time. But that kind of stuff had to be scaled back because, you know, it's like we can't be in big, larger groups. I wanted a bigger crew this season, you know? I wanted Angel to be a, doing a cameo, but you know, I was like, I couldn't I couldn't do a lot of things. So I had to kind of scale back. And the funny thing was like season one, you know, it was like a kind of skeleton crew because that's kind of who we had. Season two, we had no other option but to be a skeleton crew. So literally anyone, any, any episode that you're watching, there's probably like five people behind the camera, the same actors probably, you know, in another episode holding a boom mic in one episode. Um, So that was kind of that process. The second process was, you know, making sure that everyone, every week we filmed from February to like the end of March, every week, everyone had to get tested. We had our, this, this is stuff that we had to do on our end. You know, we had to set up, you know, masks, gloves and stuff have them on site ready for people to come in I had to pretty much bombard every actor or every crew member that was coming to get their test turned in on time otherwise you know if you can't if you can't turn it in you can't be in the show so it was kind of all of that behind the work stuff just to get us on screen so it was a process um I mean looking back I was like it's a I mean it sounds like a lot but I mean everyone was just essentially excited to be there. I was like, I was excited that people wanted to be there. So, I mean, it was a lot of more preparation for it, but I was like, hey, at the end of the day, if we can get this done, that's awesome. And I mean, I'm so happy to say that we went through all of it. We filmed all of season two. We did all of our promos. We even did our after shots and thankfully, you know, no one got saved just because I mean, everyone just kind of believed in the project and did their work as well. So, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I look back on it and I'm like, shit, that was a, that was a lot. Yeah, I mean that
1: that just tells you how much you guys care about each other and you know the, this project. Yeah, um, that all you guys are behind it and you believe in each other. And at the end of the day, look if you're able to put out an ep- like a, a season of your show with through all this stuff, like you can't have any excuses. In, like from this point on, because like look at everything that you went through just to put out the season. Like once everything opens up, it's gonna get much easier. So. You can't have that excuse like if you're able to do this now now later on you can't be like oh well you know it's too hard now man you you did this in the pandemic so you could get it done you're right you're right <laughs> yeah and um when, when when i asked you on you said that you you're going through a journey so tell me what this journey is all about like you, you mentioned uh, like, it I asked you not yourself, everything? Like, <laughs> uh, oh, man, well, I mean, it's been a journey so did, it's tell me about lot, this journey
3: um, i mean I mean, I don't want to say it's like it's been a lot for me. I mean, I, it's, I mean, the, compared to the two years that we've been through. But I mean, I've kind of kind of like I said, I'm kind of getting through a, j- a state around like, all right, I am where am I in my life? I'm still in Los Angeles kind of situation. Uh, there was definitely a time during during the pandemic that I was like, OK, you know, I think this is a sign. Maybe I should go back to Colorado, um, you know, going back through that kind of going, seeing my family because it's, it's you know, it is kind of um, a, it definitely is a weight living out here. I'm the only one from my family that lives in Los Angeles. Everyone is in Colorado. Everyone else is in Mexico City. So it's like you know, especially these the you know during the holidays, it definitely does weigh down a lot. So that was kind of my journey of just kind of figuring. And you know, I was like, am I ready to go back home? Um, film season two. So I was like, kind of everything keeps getting extended. And I mean, the last thing I did, I just signed a two-year lease here in Crunch. <laughs> so I'm just like, the funny thing is like, my mentality is like, I'm ready to go back home, but I still keep adding these things that I'm like, all right, that's kind of, you know, making me stay. I mean, I'm not making me stay, I'm making these choices personally, but you know, it's, it's been interesting for me just to kind of figure out, I'm like, I, I, I mean, I think this is where everyone's at. It's like, what am I doing with my life? But I mean, I'm doing these things, these projects that I'm happy for, you know, but it's you know, there's just kind of those scary moments where it's like, where is it gonna go after this? But I mean, I'm still here, I'm still thriving, you know, I'm still trying my best. Um Aside from, I'm up in crunch yeah. now. So <laughs> aside from functional, have you been able to like
1: addish, addition audition for like anything else? Like side like working on your own project? Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, I've had a couple auditions here and there. I mean, it's been, like I said, it's been kind of, I've been able to go on sets and, and some small small gigs, which has just been kind of cool from epidemic of a, of a huge, you know, TV set to a small one. Um, my The big thing that I got to do last year, which is pretty cool, I got to actually enter, start doing kind of voice dubbing um, for two different projects. I did voice dubbing for a Netflix series called A Queen Is Born, which is now available on Netflix. Um, I got to do the English dubbing for the drag, from it's in Portuguese, but I got to dub the English version, which is really great just to kind of enter that dynamic of just like the voice dubbing situation. That that was pretty fun. Um, I got to add that to the resume. Um, I got to be union eligible now at this point. So that that was a huge, huge accomplishment that I got to do in the middle of a pandemic. Um, The the next thing I got to do was earlier this year was the for q Youth Foundation, which me and Liz have worked with. And I think when you interviewed Liz, it was just coming out, Uh, but they were doing these radio plays and those are out now actually. You can see it on any any podcast, any it's available, but Q Youth Foundation Radio Plays. Um, I got to do, you know, a, a couple of voice acting there as well, some in one of those episodes. So those were fun just to kind of, I mean, it just kind of, you know, branched out and stuff that I didn't think I was, you know, even interested in doing. So that part was fun. Um, and then auditioning, you know, just getting out used to the whole self-tape situation, which I mean, I feel at this point, everyone's just used to just, you know, doing everything virtual. So that part's been nice, though, because it's cool. You know, you don't have to, like, drive in traffic for something, you know, for a two-minute thing and then come back. You know, you can just tape it, send it, and, you know. Um, that part's been fun. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of been the thing. The biggest focus though, as far as me, it's just been, you know, writing and doing this series, the season now. So now that it's, you know, getting out there, you know, I think I'm personally getting to the, you know, I'm trying to say, okay, so what's the next step for me Either continue into writing, producing or acting, which, I mean, it sounds kind of shallow for me to say, I know it's kind of like cool to have those options, but that's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, I kind of, you know, now that I have a little bit of both, you know, either mentally, I kind of want to do all of them but I know I have to maybe focus on one first.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, which one are you like leaning towards? Like which one, which, what are you more more passionate about? I guess.
3: I mean, I've always liked acting, you know, I've definitely, you know, that's something that I've just always kind of found my passion in. I. Uh, it was the first thing I got to do in high school and middle school where people would laugh with me, not at me. <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, but I don't know, I have always just like creating characters, you know, making them come to life. So I've, I've always liked that. So I mean, that's always going to be my main passion as far as in this industry. Writing, you know, even though I wrote two seasons, I, you know, I, I still still don't consider myself a writer, even though I've written 200 plus pages of two, of, a, of a series um I like it you know I do like that again they create it's a it's a creating a character process but like on paper which is interesting so you know any any actor anyone in the industry that's you know kind of wary about that I definitely do recommend them because it's coming from someone who I still don't consider myself an act or writer but you know write stuff you know because it, it's just another way to kind of you know further further your 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 creative juices even you know even if it's something that you write for yourself and cool but yeah, I definitely do suggest that um, but the producing side actually was something that I I found that I loved a lot both seasons. It was just something, you know, a lot of people don't, which I, my director, Corey, who, d- who directed this season, she was kind of like, do you like that? And I was like, I actually do. It's just the whole like chaotic mess and me just kind of organizing it like the bits and pieces of it. So that part was fun. But I mean, to answer your question, I don't know. <laughs> what do I want to focus on? I mean, all three would be great, but if i have to pick i
1: definitely do like acting the most yeah i i guess you get you get to have the most mm-hmm. fun when you're in front of the camera because you don't have to worry about like the lighting you don't have to oh, worry yeah. about the script like your other actors so like, you just worry about learning your lines saying them right you know do <laughs> what you're supposed to do and that's pretty much it right but i yeah it's definitely like but you're i think it's a great great thing that you're doing that you did you know um Hopefully you can do all three, but obviously, man, we all get burned out and sometimes we need help. And you, you only you know where you wanna take this project and how you envisioned it. So you're the only one that knows when you're gonna need the help or if you need the help. So hopefully, like, you know, you, you can reach out and to people that know what they're doing, I would I would volunteer, but I don't think I'm the right person to do it. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure like you have people around me that can help you, so. That's great. And are you already writing? Like, did you start writing uh, season three, or <laughs> you're like, oh, you know what, let me, let me enjoy the the holidays for a bit. Before yeah, I think. Well, the... we actually
3: we had this conversation with season one. I was like, hey, you know, if there's a season three, and I think you were the first one who said like, when there's a season, three, you know, um, you know, there there uh-huh. is. Uh, I've kind of told everyone, yeah, there definitely is an idea for season three, um, but. To be honest, I kind of just want to see how this one does. And that's kind of where it's up to the audience. It's like, should we have one or what happens next? You know, because I, um, yeah, I I know if there is a season three and I'll be honest, everyone that's participated in both of these seasons, you know, all of these actors, it's a labor of love, meaning that they put their whole heart and soul into this. They were not paid for this. No one was paid for this. Everyone was volunteering their own time, essentially. And I mean, the product that we came out with is just amazing. So. You know if anyone is watching or interested you know if there is a, a if there is a want for season three you know i definitely do put that now on the audiences responsibility, and that's meaning, you know, if we are getting those views, if we are getting those shares, because I essentially want to get us to a point is if there is a season three, you know, it's going to have to be picked up by someone other than me, because I definitely want to get us to a point is if I'm going to continue creating this season or series is I want the people behind the camera and in front of the camera to get compensated for it, because I mean, if you look at the talent, I mean, that is some amazing talent that these individuals essentially donated to me for free for us to watch
1: but that that's true we all yeah. we all deserve to get compensated and I mean I think when, if you if you do decide to do a season 3 maybe do a GoFundMe and you know from that GoFundMe allocate some money to the side for to be able to pay you know whatever whatever you feel you know you can pay because you, know, you can't you, I know you want to pay millions of dollars but unfortunately mm-hmm. you know like it's not in the cards or right not but hopefully like um, I mean, you already have a Netflix credit, so, you know, maybe that you get an opportunity to go to Netflix and pitch it. Yeah, put it out of the universe. It, you
3: know, they, they. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> what
1: else can we do, right? Positive thoughts, positive vibes, and hopefully there's somebody out there looking for great content. Pluto, Pluto. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. like <laughs> on every TV, so... So, hey, yeah, and, well, when it comes to Guillermo, like, you are, you've you been doing it, you've been, I mean, he, pretty, pretty much you're the same person, I guess, but, like, there's qualities about the him that I know you admire, and there's things that you wish, you know, like, oh, you hate about Guillermo, too, you know, you gotta get into character, you know, sometimes you, you don't, I guess subconsciously you choose those qualities, but what are some, some qualities about Guillermo that you, you know, you admire about him? Like, man, I wish I mean I wish I was more like a Guillermo in this sense. Obviously, I know this is you playing Guillermo, but there's also you know you got to get in
3: into yeah the yeah character, yeah so, i mean there definitely um, is i mean yeah it was it was based off of me especially in season one but like as i was able to even personally create this character i guess I put qualities of stuff that i wish i had so there definitely are differences from him and me the main difference is his, his confidence in the sense where he's like i'm gonna put myself out there talk to these people do this stuff and then especially in season two you're gonna see him just kind of do the work, which again, it's easier said than done. Um, so I do, I definitely admire his his confidence in the sense that he he knows where he is. He knows what type of person he is. Where people can call him, and I like, feel like someone could go up to him and be like, "Oh, you're a hot mess. You're this or that." He'd be like, "Yeah." And where if someone were to say that to me, I'd be like, I'd probably break down and be like, "Screw you! You don't know me!" And then I would just you know kind of you know have an identity crisis. So at least in my standpoint, I feel like Guillermo is someone who knows who he is you know, and is not someone who just doesn't pretend that you know that, you know, yes, he is a drunk, yes, he is a mess, he doesn't make the right choices. But at least, you know, he's trying to make that work with who he is as well. So that's the biggest admiration that I have of him that I wish I had when I was essentially in my in my early twenties, now in my you know, now as I'm thirty and I'm still trying to figure out, you know, who I am, and if I'm still making the right choices, you know, what I mean, that's obviously a never ending cycle, but at least with him, there's definitely that confidence that you have to admire.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I admire both of you. If you, as you for like putting this out into the world, and you know, people are gonna like it, people are not gonna like it, and just to be able to put it onto the world, it, it takes a lot, you know. Just I put out this episode, like these podcasts, but really there's no. Like it's out into the world, but it's not YouTube into the world. This is like podcast is a little different than like in my, yeah, opinion, it's out like in the YouTube world. Into the world. <laughs> and like, yeah, but, and, and then I admire you get one. Cause yeah, he's like, he just puts himself out there and like, he doesn't care. Like you don't like me, then know too bad. You know, like I'm, I'm just going to be who I am. And I'm gonna check the people that are gonna like me. And if you don't, then hey, I don't need you in my life. And I really admire that about both of you, and you know? you you just putting your work out there like how you felt and I really enjoy I really enjoy it. Really enjoy oh,
3: thank it you. Functional. Thank I you. No, you I, tell, I appreciate really it. <laughs> no, that means a lot. Yeah. And I think that's like kind of the theme of, of the major theme of this season as well. I mean, we actually talk about, like I said, we're talking about religion. We're going to get into mental therapy, mental health awareness this season as well. But the main thing is, and this is kind of stuff when I started speaking to more of the character, more of the actors and the crew was, you know, everyone would like watch a scene and be like, this is just kind of like them gripping the mirror and like acknowledging who they are themselves. And you actually do see that a lot with with Jasmine. You actually see it, Jasmine, the first episode of her taking the step of trying to do the work she doesn't know where to start with you know but that's where she's going you will see it with the other characters tim and sheila and some new characters um watch well, at this point you know with the with our family of characters that you're going to you're going to meet their families as well but that's kind of the the major arc that you know it's been kind of great where i'm putting it we're putting it on the screen but then when we talk about it it's like people are asking am i this person am i am i doing this to someone or who is this person in my life and that's kind of all the characters essentially in my mind this season. I was like looking at every character and I'm like, I've been this person at one point in my life or at one point this year.
1: Yeah. You know what? Like that's exciting that you yes. are going to get to meet your mom, like your family members. Like, you You know, like, like when you wrote, like, when I had you on season, like the first time um, I, when I thought, you know, if I, if I was to put myself, in your series you know um i would be like the your homophobic <laughs> brother kind of or like like not homophobic i would be this that like your brother that doesn't take the hint like like i, I, I like mujer diego type of thing <laughs> but like i could like i could turn your 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 friend straight type of thing like i don't know i just like the silly thing like or 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 um yeah have, have you did you ever see how i met your mother yes you know, Robin, like she would work with, I forgot her, the, the character's name, but she'd always be screaming at her. Like she was super nice. I don't remember the name either. I think, I think you kind of have a character already in your show. Um, She worked in the, in the shop. with Oh me. yes.
3: Jenny, Jenny. Well, she plays Jenny.
1: Yes. Yeah. We're like, she was super nice, but you guys didn't like her. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I like I, I like I like I would see myself Doing that Like in your In the functional series world <laughs> Like Like you'd be like how oh, I'm annoying as fuck But like I'm just trying to be helpful Like hey, I'm like no, trying to be like Fun facts or something And you're like Nobody wants to hear you. <laughs> what you have to say? like hey, I'm just Well, I mean, no, know. It is very
3: telling of the world we live in. I mean, even with that, I mean, that character, she is going to make a comeback this season. I mean, this literally is the season where it's like, you learn more about it because she actually, that's we do talk about more about her, where it's like, season one, we kind of give her this like ditzy, like, oh, I'm just trying to be positive and everything. But season three, season two, you see her actually kind of turn into a mentor to Jasmine. Uh, where she's actually going to show up in episode three, which is going to, well, by the time this is recording, it's going to come out this Friday. Uh, But uh, she actually does, um, you will see Jenny's character um, step up, you know, this season a little bit more and you get to learn about her character more. And even more than that, the person who plays her, Demi, actually even wrote an episode uh, this season. She wrote episode seven, uh, which is a great, great episode that I'm really excited for people to watch. Um, So I mean, that's, again, just kind of going above just what we kind of presented the first time around and like how many
1: episodes will this season
3: be it will be 14 episodes same as uh, season one so 14 episodes so i mean total i think it'd be another about two hours <laughs> if you watch it you know okay. from, but yeah yeah i mean this time and around I, yeah this time around we had a lot more stuff i mean we did that um liz and i think she said this on the interview, um, uh, but Liz is actually directing two episodes. She also co-wrote a couple episodes with me. Um, but I mean, it, it was really great because I mean, a lot of people got to play different roles and stuff that you know they they didn't have before. Um, a uh, friend of the pod, Maite. She's, you know, co-host of uh, She helped us out a lot with, with sound and audio, and she is also making her acting debut in the Rosca episode, which is going to come out oh. the first week of January, so it may already be out um, by the time this is comes out, but that'll be the, yeah. the family episode where we talk about Queen's Day, and you'll see Maite make her acting debut in that episode.
1: Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> I have actually I haven't had a chance to talk to her in, in a cool minute, but yeah, she, I think uh, when I did speak to her, she was telling me about being part of this. So I'm excited, yeah. I'm excited. So yeah, um, uh, I think we're gonna wrap it up. Yeah, you know, yeah. we're, I don't wanna take more time than I need to. So. Um, let us know. Let us know where we can find your series, like anything you want to leave the audience with before we go. Yeah,
3: for sure. Well, I mean the best thing that people can do to help us out you know, this show talks about queer identity, Latinx identity it's written by me. I'm a brown ass man, you know gay ass man too. So, you know, if you like that kind of stuff, definitely support us you can watch us on our channel. It's at Functional Series on YouTube. Um, You can also follow us on Instagram at Functional Series on Twitter, Instagram Facebook. Um, And honestly, literally any views any comments any shares help us a lot even if you comment on the video you know it it actually does help a lot because it then you know without you knowing it actually shares it to other people in your network without you knowing so literally any view and any comment on the actual video helps us a lot that's just what we're trying to do is just to actually get it out there because i mean not to toot our own horn this season is definitely a season that i feel like parents and kids can watch people who aren't even queer identity or latinx identity they can watch it um but that's how you know this representation helps us you know get more roles in the future so that's what you you know that that's definitely how how people can like us Um uh, sorry follow us and support us a lot just this, this season uh, we'll be releasing new episodes every friday
1: yeah and i mean this this could be the youtube um one day at a time so go watch it with your hey. mom you know oh yo there is a lot of
3: series that started off on youtube that are now on HBO max and on netflix you know Hent the fight is one of them insecure is another one so it's broad city so it's not far off. it's not me like you know talking to you know deaf deaf ears so i mean if people are if big if people up high are watching other people watching this show it's definitely a possibility
1: yeah well i'm gonna dedicate 2022 to bring guests that would actually be able to help you so that's my goal. 2022, yes. that's what we're going to do. We're going to get hey. guests in high places to be able to help out people in smaller, but not, not you know, smaller, but doesn't mean that they're not as important. They're just up, you know, they're just waiting for their chance to to rise, to be up with them. So that's that's hey, our goal. 2022 is
3: the year of abundance of growth. There we go. The year
1: of the tiger, <laughs> guys. The tiger. Oh, there we go. So, that's so, it. So, <laughs> so, yeah. So, well, um, um, don't go anywhere. So I'm just going to end the, the recording quick. Uh, well, yeah. um, thank you for being here. I appreciate your time. And, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited for, for the next episodes, the, what, the next 12 episodes. As of the day of recording, there's 12 episodes. But when I release, it will probably be, what, 10 or 9 more episodes to go. But I'm excited. I'm excited to see where Guillermo goes. And um, I don't know. I, I'm I, For some reason, I, I'm very excited about season two. So hopefully we, we get a chance to, to, to witness a season three. But it's not going to be up to him. It's going to be up to you guys. So make sure you show your support. Go at him on Instagram and Facebook. You're on Facebook. Yeah. And the most important thing is share the videos, share the videos, like and subscribe to the channel and share with everybody. Cause that's the only way we're going to get the word out. So, you know, this is going to open doors for not just yet for, for, for Daniel, but for my day for, um, for Liz so you know for everybody behind the scenes so help help him help me help help the world
3: the world needs to see this help it all <laughs> no thank you angel that's been great these past two I mean it's crazy these 10 years it's so awesome to see what you've been doing so thank you so much for continuing to do this reaching out and just being a being a huge supporter of us so thank you so much
1: yeah well you're welcome you don't gotta do that but appreciate that you did all right <laughs> well I'm in the recording, right? all right guys that was daniel luna hopefully you guys enjoyed that episode don't forget to add him at functional series on instagram and his personal account is luna Periodico lunatico all right luna dot tico all right so you know great episode you know i'm a big fan of his work so hopefully he continues on going with this series but like we mentioned the only way that's going to happen is if people like you support the show so remind yourself every friday until march you'll find a new episode on this channel so go subscribe at functional series on youtube and make sure you go follow him on his personal account you know leave a comment tell him what you enjoyed about the episode and um yeah show him support you know he, he it's not just him you know he has a cast of people that he works with and you know these are all, everybody that's in it are trying to do something to in the entertainment industry so you know people like like daniel my dad, Liz, like they definitely need the the support so they can keep on doing great work like this so make sure you go subscribe make sure you add him on instagram and facebook make sure he also i know Right now we're still we're still you know still January and we're trying to get that body, you no know, that body yadi and you know he does offer pound, he's part of pound fitness and I'm not sure when they'll be doing events. I'm not sure how they're doing it, but you know you're trying to get on track and you're trying to do something fun. Um I suggest you go check out pen pound fit, all right? So yeah, I mean I think that's it. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for your support. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to send me a five-star review on iTunes. Make sure you leave a five-star review on Spotify now, all right? Before uh, people would tell me that they wanted to but they couldn't. So, I um, don't there's no excuse anymore. All right? There's no excuse. So, go leave me a five-star review and don't forget I do give out stickers so if you like a free sticker if you would like the February sticker now send me a dm and let me know let me know where you want me to send it to and just consider done all right guys that's it for me thank you guys for being here thank you guys for listening and as always thank you guys for letting me be part of your day i right, got so next time i'll see you bye